Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sikanet. I'm a dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Wednesday. It is 5.06 with your sports bros. Rob, that's me, Sue over there. Relatively on time. Look at us. Yeah. And two days in a row. And Ryan Buckley's over there. Hello. Dressed as a... Uh, Oakland Raider today. Al Davis wannabe. Yeah. Or Vegas Raider. Is that a matching sweatsuit you got going on? No, it is not. This is a windbreaker and like some uh, Adidas like track pants that are separate. It just it, it looks like an outfit. Do you have a matching track suit? No, I was just thinking. I kind of be... want one though. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I had one in college. I got given a like a free Oregon track jacket when I was working and recruiting, and I'm like, there are mat- matching pants for this set. I'm getting those. When you said that, I thought, you know. You got to have a lot of confidence to drop to rock that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I don't know that I do. It's a it's a bold move. Like I had to when you when you play, you have to wear them because like when you travel, a lot of teams you have to wear the mandated you know the the, the travel gear, which is a matching sweatsuit, tracksuit. I don't think since I since I finished college, I've ever put on a matching uh, tracksuit, and I, I'm I'm with you. That's a it's it's a it's a whole personality. It's like being gold chain guy. You've really got to you got to commit to it or maybe wearing a fedora. Like there there's a level of swagger there that I don't possess. See, I don't know. I think the fedora requires something extra. I think you go matching sweatsuit, you're just like I'm interested in looking good in athleisure. What's wrong with that? Is that really <laughs> See, I think yeah, I I kind of disagree. I think the fedora, you know, there are certain places that it works. A tracksuit, the problem with the tracksuit is People wear it in places where it they shouldn't. Like it's a tracksuit. So why are you wearing it as a regular outfit? It should only be worn like oh I don't know to the track on a track. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like wh- who well, who ath- made well, athleisure is I don't know. A whole thing. I was gonna say I don't know if you've noticed this, Isaac. The entire female yeah. population is walking around in yoga pants. Which that's God, true. Which God bless you, by yeah. the way. I'm okay with yeah, that. That's not a complaint for the record. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, something about the tracksuit that's. Oddly, like, I, I think it's inappropriate to wear a tracksuit, like, if you're... Like, at work on a radio station? Y- yes. No offense, <laughs> but it's like, God, man. See, I don't know it's if like I... like wearing sweatpants. I don't know if I... I am wearing sweatpants. I don't know if I would say it's inappropriate. I just... Whenever I see one, I'm like, man, that's... Guy's going full tracksuit. It's a little... I think it just it's shows just a little that, odd. like, there's nothing else that that person wears. Like, I feel like that's... It's just a... It's a tell. 
That's a tell. I just and feel it's, like it's not like a, a good tell. I feel like it's a little kid thing, like when you wore Granimals when you were a kid. Like, you know, <laughs> it's buying a matching set. Like, you know, because I, I have track pants. I don't really have a track jacket. I don't have, uh, like, a windbreaker. But I just think it would be odd, like, if I w- w- walked into Adidas and, like, you see those a lot where it's, like, the that's, like, the most famous one is because the three stripes up the side. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Ben Stiller Royal Tenenbaums one. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. You're like, what am I, going out for Run DMC? I'm, like, a 44-year-old white guy. I don't, I don't have any business unless I'm in the Italian mob. I don't have any business wearing a, an Adidas tracksuit. I will tell you, the first time I ever wore a, like, a matching tracksuit, that Oregon one, I was told in the Oregon football offices I looked like a male cheerleader, so I didn't wear that to the Oregon offices anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, just, yeah, you kind of... You kind of do. <laughs> like when I see you, like when I, 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 when I saw you today, my first thought was, "Oh my god, are you like are you being a strength conditioning coach for the Raiders?" It's just <laughs> no; these are just plain black Adidas pants, and I happen to have a windbreaker that is not the same material, not part of a matching set, but it does happen to be Adidas. All right. Like when you see a tracksuit, don't you assume that someone's working like for a team? Like I'll see that at the airport sometimes. You'll see a, a, a guy walking around in a tracksuit. I'm like, "What do you play somewhere?" Like what? Or they're in the mob? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's you don't strange. ever think you just want to be comfortable. No, I, no. I immediately not matching. No, the no. matching, hmm. the matching suit is always, it gets my attention. So if I wore like red pants today instead of black pants, that would be, you'd be fine. Interesting. It would, yeah, it wouldn't have caught my attention as opposed to the buck going, look at Raid, Buck getting all matchy matchy. Raiders sideline gear. You know, when you travel and you see people in their, their little wool pajama pants. Yeah. I'm sorry, you guys got to stop doing that. Like that, am I? <laughs> you like the I, flannel plaid ones? Yeah, yeah. Or what, or, yeah people wear those. I'm, I'm with you on the flight. I'm like, yeah. my god. Yeah. I'm all for being or not your bedroom, but right? I feel that way in general. Like you go to the movies. Does that make me old? I'm snobby guy. I am with because you. it used to be you dress up to go on a flight. You remember that? Yeah, those days are gone. Those days are long gone. I just think that, and I'm not saying you had to dress up, but Jesus, put on a pair of pants. Yeah, the 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 pajama pants with some slippers is yes. always a little. And they drag in their little pillow. Like, yeah. show me you're a <laughs> freaking shut in without. I mean, that's, I'll still that's take unfair, that person but... over take my shoes off person. Yeah, I would rather you be wearing your PJs than taking your shoes off next to me wearing your jeans. No, that's right. I yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Who Keep, does that? I've never had that happen. Sh- oh, you never I, had shoes oh, off guy I, I've around seen, no. I've oh, seen man. shoes off guy all the time. No, I've never seen that. Yeah, that that happens. Gross. Well, anyway, um, what what are we talking about? What are we doing? You want to hot five it? Yeah, we probably I should. Do I got to tease some things though? We've got uh, I've got some woke mob news that pertains to sports that I don't think many of you are going to like. <laughs> Tickle me intrigued. Yeah. Some of, some of you will really not like unless it. Unless I'm part of the woke mob. And you, know. you will yell. Maybe you will. Maybe yeah. you're like, finally. It's That's about time. Yes, I've been waiting. Uh, we'll look at Wild Card Weekend, as it is Wednesday. Uh, coming up tonight in the club, can you rehab a killer and the great gas stove debate that has begun? Oh, I've got one of these going on in my house. Do you have a gas stove? I don't. I don't have a gas line, and someone's not happy about it. What if the government well, wants to tell you what to do about yeah, it? Yeah, the government's telling you oh, that's a good thing. Have you seen all this? No. Oh, dude. we got to get you caught up. No, I'm getting a lot of pressure, though, to have a gas stove, even no, though no, I don't no. have a gas line. It's about to be outlawed by the big bad government. Hells yeah! It's about time. Now I can go tell someone at home to cram it. <laughs> now we can hot five. Oh! Hot topics. Hot opinions. Oh, darling, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. 
It's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number 5. While Kirk Herbstreet leaked it during the national title game, he said Deion Sanders told him that Colorado was going to play a week zero game against Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, Dion against Kenny Dillingham. Yes. In late August. Which is fantastic. But that will now not happen. Yeah, he stepped in it. Well, no, they're saying that it wasn't because he leaked it. They were saying that the Football Oversight Committee ultimately denied that request. You have to request a waiver to play in Week 0. And they denied it because Colorado, or the Pac-12 wanted it for Colorado because they didn't want him playing nine straight weeks. The Football Oversight Committee said, well, a lot of teams play nine straight weeks, so that's not a reason to accept your waiver. So it was denied, and the Pac-12 is now moving on from that. So no Colorado-Arizona State Week Zero game. Which, honestly, those are two bad football teams with interesting coaches. Well, I mean, I think it's got some intrigue with those two coaches. Well, that's what I said. It's, it, it's, it, but let's not act like this is Alabama and Georgia getting canceled. Colorado is set to play TCU in Week 1, and then Arizona State will take down. Number 4. Number four. Yes, number four. Uh, Dan Lanning nabbed South Carolina edge rusher Jordan Birch via the transfer portal. It's a big deal. Former five-star kid, second biggest recruit ever at South Carolina behind uh, Genevion Clowney. Third on his team in tackles. He will plug right in uh, for DJ Johnson. USC also lands a former five-star defensive lineman, a kid by the name of Anthony Lucas, is headed to the Trojans from Texas A&M. Uh, one other random uh, local sports note that I had nowhere else to place, so I'll place it here. Just got to throw it in there. The Timbers have a new GM. I saw this. Uh, former player Ned Grabovoy. And let me tell you, uh, I absolutely know nothing about Ned other than he's a former player. Yeah, he was a former midfielder, retired after the 2016 season. So are we back to now not hating Merritt Paulson, or are we just not associating him with the Portland Timbers? Wait, what? You know. Paulson, he's still with the Timbers. Yeah, he still owns the Timbers. He's only selling the Thorns. Yeah, but is he active? <laughs> I don't know. He's I still... think he's step- he stepped away from operations, but he still maintains his so own- who hired ownership. <laughs> who hired Grab-A-Boy? <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming. I don't Merritt- know, but I don't think that's his name. I'm assuming Merritt Paulson. <laughs> Grab-A-Boy. Don't do that. I'm waiting on you, Buck. Number three. Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin discharged from the hospital in Buffalo. Remember. This, this is crazy. So he was originally in uh, Cincinnati for a week, and then he entered um, the hospital in Buffalo, and he went there in stable condition. Uh, they, Those folks there were tasked with the... Um, they were tasked with determining the cause of his cardiac arrest. They, of course, they've not released any information on that. But they said now he has been released from there. He is on his way home. Um, and no word on what they found. Yeah, they just said that he can continue his rehab with the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, this is incredible news. Here's a guy that, what, nine days ago flatlined twice on the field. And yep. neurologically there, walking around, speaking. And, by the way, if he shows up to that game, they better they better build in some extra minutes for the standing ovation that he's going to get. If they walk him out there before the playoff game, good luck. That play, that will be absolutely bone chill. Skyler Thompson won't pay no mind to that. <laughs> you know, he's not phased. Skyler Thompson. You wonder, honestly, like, if, you know, if everything checks out, 
You know, boy, does he play? It, does he? Well, I mean, I'm next not, year. Not going to play. You know, I, but why not? Well, not not like this week, but I'm, I'm no, saying I said next year. Yeah, it, I mean, we haven't heard any, you know, kind of uh, scuttlebutt on that yet. But boy, it sure seems like he's trending all in the right direction. So Tua has been ruled out due to that concussion. Uh, Mike McDaniel says Skylar Thompson is the quarterback he is preparing for uh, Sunday's game against the Bills. Um, Lamar Jackson is doubtful for the Ravens against the Bengals unless John Harbaugh is playing games here, which he very well could be. They say he faces an uphill battle. He had that PCL strain. Um, so he last played December 4th, so it's a bit of a surprise he's not ready to go. Because we, we were told at the time that it was a day-to-day thing and that he may not miss any time, and that like Harbaugh, you can hear it in his tone. There's some speculation that there's some tension between Lamar's camp and Lamar's camp basically being him in the Ravens. Yeah, it's, and it's likely not going to be Anthony Brown. It will be Snoop Huntley um, if Lamar Jackson doesn't go. Yeah, either way. If it's Huntley or if it's Brown, that's the same thing with Skyler Thompson. Good luck against Cincinnati. Number one. Number one fan. Number one. Number one. Panthers want to interview Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore for their head coaching vacancy. Uh, fired Colts coach Frank Reich will also interview in Carolina. Here's a blast from the past. Do you remember the name Jim Caldwell? I do remember the name Jim Caldwell. He got kind of done dirty up in Detroit. Jim Caldwell is a good coach. Good coach. Coach the Colts and the Lions. He is getting an interview with the Broncos. A couple of other notes uh, on the coordinator side of things. The Jets have fired their offensive coordinator, Michael LaFleur, today. Yeah, and that was originally reported, and then it was denied, and now we're back to him being fired yeah he got turfed and then the browns are interviewing former lions head coach jim schwartz for their defensive coordinator position yeah and the cardinals are back they've got permission to talk to sean payton so remember the sean payton one and the same thing with mcveigh they would have to be traded for but it sure sounds like sean payton is talking to anyone that will talk to him and new orleans is probably happy about it because you get I mean, if you're Sean Payton, don't you, uh, first of all, you drum up offers. Absolutely. um, Helps you with the one you actually want, get more. And, uh, you you know, you never know. You got to talk to these owners and GMs and sniff around, and who knows, maybe Arizona's a good fit for Sean Payton. You would assume that Sean Payton would be the number one guy. I mean, him and McVay, but, I, I mean, if you're willing to pay the freight for him, I would assume that those are the two most attractive guys that could be had. There's your Hot 5 at 5. Uh, some of you will really not like this next story. We have woke mob news pertaining to sports and some audio. Can you say this on the air? Well, this man did. It is 520 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, pleased to have you along. Nice little night, at least I think. I don't know. Is it raining? I can't tell. We don't have any windows no, in here. No, I think the rain is coming. Well, yeah, I just uh, reported yeah, that. Yeah, atmospheric on, river, baby. In the news. Let's go. No, thanks. I'm over, um, I'm over it. Well, I, you guys aren't going to like this. A lot of you, if I know our listeners, um, they're not going to like this. A friend of mine sent this to me today, and I had to I had to bring it to the broadcast. This comes to us from USC. Do you know USC? I'm familiar with their university, yes. By the way, before I get to the story, um, Mandel, Stuart Mandel? Yes. College football guy? Yep. I was reading his mailbag last week, mm-hmm. and he had a little nugget in there that I didn't know. Did you know that USC is anti-NIL? No, did you know I did that? not know that. Yeah, he what said it, that. What do you mean, anti? They don't have a. They're, they're not. They're not doing nil deals. They just they don't believe in them. I don't believe that for a second. That's a total pile of horse crap. We, well, that's what he said. Jordan Addison and take it up with Stuart Mandel. Caleb Williams both got big money to go to U, go to USC. That's just what he said. Well, that's. Again, Let's see if I can find the quote. It, here. It's possible that USC is saying, "Look, well, you're not supposed to have anything to do with it, right?" And but you know, collectives are supposed to take care of that. But that honestly may, if 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 that is if that is what they're trying to sell, saying that in today's day and age, that a school like USC is not going to participate in NIL, that is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard someone trying to sell. That's like when Roy Williams said that he wasn't aware of what shoe money did to recruiting in college basketball. In fact, I just got a text from someone uh, who I don't know if they, they want to be uh, named or not, but said that a six-year grad transfer, not even close to an NFL quality, is asking for $100,000 for three months to give you an idea of demand. And he, he said, don't yeah. even, don't, he said, do not call it NIL because there is no name, image, and likeness. This is all pay for play. None of these are sponsorship deals. None of the, remember this was originally like, hey, you can get endorsements and none of this is endorsement deals. This is straight. You come here, we pay you under the guise of NIL. And there isn't a a big time school in the country that isn't doing this to the tune of millions of dollars. Well, I'll see if I can find what he said um, and then I can put it in better context. But uh, this from USC and uh, this comes from the USC School of Social Work. Okay. And the California University Office will no longer use the word field. Uh, okay. You know, like a field? Yeah, like you're playing on a field. You play on the football field? Yes. They will no longer use that word. Uh, okay. Uh, who, who are we offending with field? It has racist connotations. Uh, because of like the, like the crop fields? Correct. That's. It may have connotations for descendants of slavery and immigrant workers that are not benign, according to a letter from the department. Oh, so this is like a working in the field situation that Correct. that is somehow. Correct. USC's Suzanne Dwarak Peck School of Social Work will make the change in order to ensure the use of inclusive language and in practice. Specifically, guess what they're changing it to? <laughs> 
hitch. We have decided to remove the term field from our curriculum and practice and replace it with practicum. No, they. No. Yeah, this, this is, is real. This is the onion. You got <laughs> no. ball sacked. No, this, this is, is real. This is a ball sack report. This change supports anti-racist social work practice by replacing language that would be considered anti-black or anti-immigrant in favor of inclusive language. No one's going to make fun of practicum. So you're 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 now saying that we're going to go out to the practicum. That's right. To play. That's right. You heard Suzanne. <laughs> Got to go practice at the practicum. It, yeah, because you you possibly couldn't do anything <laughs> with practicum. No, no, you couldn't possibly oh, do anything with I that. See. Yeah. yeah, you see where I'm going with that? You got a little, uh, yeah, yeah. What's that guy's name? Pat McAfee yes. joke. Uh, there's some, there's some there. Pat McAfee stuff going yeah. on. Well, I found that too funny not to bring up. It baffles me that this is of all the problems that you have going on in the world or at USC that this is what you're concerned about, that someone out there might have their feelings hurt with the idea of going to play or practice out on the field. <laughs> yeah, thought you'd like that. Uh, it's just, you can't you can't make this stuff up. You, you really can't. Um, I've got some audio for you. Now, this is from the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Do you remember the Duke's Mayo Bowl? I am, fam- I am familiar with the, it, it's Mayo, right? What? What, what do you mean? What are you saying? It's called the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Oh, I, yeah. What, what did I say? I don't know. It was. It was. It maybe it was just the way you said it. I was like, "What do you like saying? mayonnaise?" Right? Yeah, mayonnaise. That's mayo. what I thought. Yeah. And Duke's is a, is a type of Duke's mayonnaise? is yes. Yeah. Okay. Not that. Not to be confused with that crappy Hellman stuff. No, no, no. It's all about Duke's. Yeah, I don't know the difference. In the pregame I, intros. They asked the players what they like their Duke's mayonnaise on, and one kid said spaghetti. Whoa! What? I've, I've got the audio clip. It's very short. My name is Jordan Houston. I play running back. I'm a junior, and I don't like mayonnaise. My name is Thayer Thomas, wide receiver, and I'm a senior, and I love my mayonnaise on my chicken sandwiches. I'm Bryson Spees. I play offensive line. I'm a senior here at NC State. I do like mayonnaise, and I like to put it on spaghetti. <laughs> I don't even know. He's joking. Well, how would you put mayonnaise? Like, do you do you just mix it in? Or probably. You, you, you can't if use... he's being serious, that's probably what he does. Boy, that's offensive. Now, I do like uh, mayo yeah. on a chicken sandwich. That's a... I don't like mayo. I'm with that first guy. I think that's awesome that he had the balls to say that, seeing as how they're sponsored by mayo. Do you not like uh, like a spicy aioli? I do like a spicy aioli. You yeah. realize that's mayo. No, I know, but it's just <laughs> the original mayonnaise, like just mayonnaise, Regular is, mayonnaise? is gross. Oh. Yeah. But you say you, you like what you can do with mayonnaise, just not mayonnaise on its own. Because mayonnaise, in all of yeah. its forms, are wonderful. Yeah, I mean, mayonnaise... Well, look... A spicy mayo can unite the races. Well, sure. Here's the point. The point is is that mayonnaise is a bastard. And we are better than mayonnaise. And mayonnaise, for many years, was all we had, much like we had three TV channels and we had to watch what was on those channels. Certainly. they Somebody, somewhere, decided that mayonnaise is not acceptable. We need to up our game. Yeah. And that has happened. So therefore, of course, a guy like me with impeccable taste now understands the difference between crappy-ass original mayonnaise yeah. and a good mayonnaise-based, uh, yeah. flavorful sauce. I think, uh, they, it, to prove your point, no one even wants to call it like spicy mayo. We call it an aioli. Yeah. Because no one Take wants mayo to, out of there. But it's, it's, it's essentially, but it's, based it's in, just yeah. flavored mayo. Right. But sometimes, you know, like on a sandwich or a chicken sammy, Sometimes I just like a nice little smear of uh, of regular mayonnaise. It's 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 okay. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm a proponent. You throw some uh, like I can I... do it, but you know it's weird. This is gonna be weird. I like it only with pickles. 
interesting. That is interesting. There's something about the that balance. balance, the juxtaposition there. You Maybe know, I should be a chef. The acidity of the pickle cuts through the fat of the mayonnaise, probably. Maybe. I love pickles. It's possible because... So maybe they just... They, they sort of overpower the mayonnaise, which I, I like. Yeah. Because I think mayonnaise is overpowering in, in its, of itself. Well, it's funny because most of the time I use mayo, it's the same thing, but it's not pickles. Uh, I, I can't really... I like mayo with a mustard. That's the combo that unites my sandwich. Mayo mustard. Yeah, because I like a, a beaver sweet hot mustard with some uh, some mayo, and that combination... Do you oh. mix it? Do you just mix it ahead of time, or do you put them both on there? I mix it. Like, I, I, I put the mayo, and then I do, a, I do a dollop of mayo, a dollop of the sweet hot beaver mustard, and then I spread it all together, and that combination is my perfect sandwich condiment. Sometimes I'll do blue cheese and hot sauce. Yeah. Or like, Ooh, that's um, a good combo. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. Not necessarily hot sauce, but... Uh, um, like sriracha? Yeah, sriracha. I make a sriracha ranch pretty frequently. Let's go. Yeah. You're right in that we are living in a golden age yeah. of condiments. I mean, imagine being a 100%. child and having to eat only mayo, mustard, and ketchup. <laughs> and play it's, mustard at that for the most part. Yeah, that stupid yeah. French's bastard yellow mustard. It's embarrassing. Mustard. And by the way, you've been over uh, to Europe many times or England. Yeah. They still, that's all they that's offer. That's all they offer. It's, it's unbelievable. If you go to England or Scotland, be prepared to be underwhelmed by everything yes. they have. And they're like, can I get some, uh, can I get a nice, spi- oh, our, our condiments are right there. Yeah. And then it's mustard, mayo, and ketchup. And, and they sometimes have a curried ketchup, though, that I am a fan of. You've had the curried ketchup in like the Scandinavian regions? Yeah. No. Yeah, I know of what you speak. It's got a little bit of a, a, little, a, little, kick a to little kick to it, but it's... The sauce game over there across the pond is pathetic. It really is. Well, the really whole food is. game is not. Yes, it's a lot of boiled chicken and unseasoned yeah. meat. The fact that they're eating beans and toast is all you need to know. <laughs> like, let me get started on that because breakfast is amazing. I love breakfast food. There's so many different things you can do with it, and their favorite breakfast is just eggs, toast, and beans. Are you serious? Plain white toast with some beans and, like, a fried egg? That's what you're bringing to the table? Come on, England. We deserve better. We do deserve better. As traveling Americans. And they deserve better. I want to bring them a nice breakfast burrito from Muchos Gracias sometime and be like, hey, our brothers to the South provide you with this. You're telling me you try one of those, you try a nice chorizo breakfast burrito, and you'll ever go back to beans and toast? So I have a piece of audio before we move on to Wildcard Weekend. Uh, This guy's name is Gary Hahn. He was the uh, NC State broadcaster. So the Duke's Mayo Bowl was Maryland NC State. Yes. And Gary Hahn is the NC State um, play-by-play guy. And he has been suspended. Now, Here, I'm going to play the clip for you. It's very short. Yeah, I saw this one. <laughs> Can you say this? <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> on, on live television. The answer is no. It's the Sun Bowl. And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. That's with 11.15 to go. In the second quarter, let's go to the sidelines. Tony Haynes. <laughs> Why? God. Why? So he's giving scores. Yes. And he was shooting out the Sun Bowl score and had to drop an illegal alien. So Why? He couldn't wait to get that one commentary. off. Commentary. Right? This is like when the one guy that was talking about San Francisco, and he's like, amongst all the, you know, the F words. Like, why? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that, was that the... Um, the baseball guy? Yeah, the baseball guy. Yeah. Uh, Brenneman? That, that was Castellanos. That no. was... Yeah, it was Brenneman. Yeah, it was but Brenneman. it was yeah. during a break. Though. It was during a break, but he was like San Francisco, and then he's like all the you know. It was like the pre-show meeting or all the, the pre-show bundle, all the bundle of sticks. Like you, 
Why? Why did you include that? Really weird. Why? Of all the things that you you just randomly decided you weren't at the Sun Bowl, you're like, hey, the Sun Bowl, and by the way, a lot of illegals. Like, what? It's just as the I'm most. I'm guessing they're not at the game either. Like, probably not. That's kind of a. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, they're at the Sun Bowl. They're not. Yeah, they're not just handing out tickets. It's <laughs> like, hey, welcome to the country. Oh God, look at all these illegal aliens at the at this game. <laughs> And but for that guy to think that like his audience wants him to fire off a jokey political take, it's like what what a right. what a spot. Even to pick, if you, you know? agree with that, you're you're <laughs> right. like, whoa, that was weird. Yeah. yeah, it's just it was one of the more random things. Yeah, I saw that the and, and they suspended him, and now I think he's canned. Oh, they fired him. I think they fired. Oh, him. I didn't see that. I... He, he was suspended for a couple <laughs> days, and then uh, and then this uh-huh. was during the the holiday break. But I'm I'm pretty sure I'll double check it. But I'm fairly certain that that a couple days later they went ahead and made that suspension permanent he's watching too much fox news that guy <laughs> just gary the gare bear and i heard people like, like he's, he, he's he's speaking the truth I'm like yeah good good okay. that's that's great all right up next uh wild card weekend is upon us here's buck t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Playing the oldies today. All over the place, you know, some rock sets, some Martha and the Vandellas, bouncing around a little. So I found Stuart Mandel, so I, I went back and looked at what he wrote about USC. This was his mailbag a couple of weeks ago, uh, well no, it was last week, so January 4th. Mm-hmm. And he is, he gets asked questions from list, uh, from his uh, readers and they and he responds. The question is, as a USC fan, how concerned should we be about Lincoln Riley moving forward? He is... The best offensive mind in the sport, but the defense continue, continues to be atrocious, and the recruiting leaves a lot to be desired. Well, he goes through a couple of things, and then uh, it caught my attention that he said, As for recruiting, you should direct those concerns to AD Mike Bone. USC is one of the last remaining major athletic departments that is anti-NIL collectives in recruiting. For all the rumors about USC buying Jordan Addison, Trojan players are still very much having to get deals on their own, which may explain why such a hot coach at such a big brand program signed only the number 15 class this year. Come to Hollywood will make you a star is not as compelling to most kids as come to state you. Our donors will cut you a check tomorrow. Well, I mean, so that jumped out at me. I didn't know that. No, I didn't either. But the idea that there isn't money at USC, that's not true, but it sounds like the school is not getting behind it the way others. Well, he just said the kids got to get it on their own, Yeah, which they can. I mean, if you're Addison, you can get it on your own because yes. you're that good. You're so that they just good. won't facilitate it for you or won't help bridge that gap, I, I guess? Well, you're I not think a, it's that... They're not supposed to anyways, You're right? not supposed to anyways, but everyone does. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's that, hey, we're not going to give you NIL, but, you know, if a kid 
asks or wants, which then ev- which everyone does, and 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 I certain I, people come out of the woodwork and make it happen. See, I, I'm going to have to look into this because I I thought I I remember USC being one of the first to put together a collective. They they put together like a hype video, basically telling people come to LA. You know, we we, we can market you. Uh, I remember that early on in the days of NIL. Now, do they not have a collective? I think that's what I, I need to kind of look into because. What a lot of places are doing now, Oregon's doing this, Texas is doing this, Miami's doing it, shoot, BYU's doing it, and where they're raising money in their collective and everyone on the team gets money. Like, I, I think at Oregon, if I'm not mistaken, it was around the, the money that they raised by selling the Jordans. Every year, you know, they do a, a one-off um, player edition uh, retro Jordan, and they put a bunch of those up for auction, and it raised a couple million bucks, and you slice that however 80-plus ways. I think each kid from Oregon got like 60 grand. Texas, I know, is like this. Uh, if you go to Texas, I think every kid, uh, it's it's 50 grand. BYU, I think it's more like 10. Uh, they had a, like a nutrition bar company that did this. BYU's even given their walk-ons money to pay for their tuition. Miami's is up in that range, in the $50,000, $60,000 range. So there's a lot of these schools that NIL deals are built in. If you're on the team and you want it, you get it. And then others, obviously, it comes in, in, in terms of recruiting. And, again, we need to stop calling this NIL because it's not. It's just it's it's free agency. It's pay for play. Come here. You have this money. See what Texas A&M and, you know, there's a uh, that Rashada kid, the Florida quarterback, there's a bunch of scuttlebutt out of him right now that – and there's conflicting reports that he's trying to get out of his uh, – uh, commitment to Florida because an NIL deal possibly fell through that, you know, these kids are being promised and then they show up and it's like, Hey, sorry, that deal didn't, you know, come to fruition. And basically the kids like, that's the only reason I came here. So this idea that, that there is a school out there that isn't participating in NIL, AKA free agency, AKA pay for play. It's foolish. If you're doing that, then you are not going to be competitive. And the idea that Lincoln Riley and USC want to compete for national titles and they don't want to play in this game that's it's so ridiculous there's the story of uh of john ruiz who's the miami guy uh down there with cristobal who's like been outwardly talking about how much money he's giving and starting the nil collective and the whole thing right yeah the booster collective this is from the action network it reads um ruiz has spent millions on university of miami football and basketball players And then there's what is happening at USC, where there's a collective operating against the wishes of the university. There you go. Earlier this month, the collective called Student Body Right, named after the sweep play uh, popularized by former USC coach John McKay, declared its intentions to be able to pay a base salary of sorts to every player on the Trojans roster. The problem, USC denounced it. Why? One school of thought is the obvious, having someone not affiliated and not in contact with the university doing something for the school is a liability in and of itself. The other thought is that USC wants it for itself. In June, the athletic department struck a deal with an NIL company called Stay Doubted and launched BLVD LLC with the idea to keep the NIL game in-house. BLVD, a for-profit vehicle as opposed to student body right, has a fundraising goal of $75 million by 2026, according to an investor's presentation reviewed by the LA Times. So the USC is doing this. It just sounds they just like want to do it on their they own. want to do it on so their own. So here's what Mike Bone said. He's their AD. He said, USC had no previous awareness and no involvement in a donor-created NIL collective and strongly discourage anyone from taking actions that could unintentionally violate NCAA bylaws. We ask any donors 
who would like to support USC student-athletes through NIL to please work with BLVD so that all activities are conducted in compliance with state laws and USC policy. Yeah. They're just doing their own. Yeah, someone is saying Which here... Which I thought that was illegal, though. So the, the collectives... Um, they can't be associated with the school. They're saying USC did their own. <laughs> they can't be associated with the school in the idea of you can't, you, you can't have NIL deals that are brokered through. But like what Oregon is doing and, and raising that money with the the Nike and the shoe company there's kind of way it is it's all like around the edges BYU had this because the BYU's collective is boosters too and the school helped facilitate it the school they they cut a deal with the school and with the players so there's people that are kind of blurring these lines the best that i can figure at this point is <clears throat> You're not supposed to be. You're not supposed to say, "Hey, come here and you get this money." And a school isn't supposed to be able to broker a deal for each individual kid. But it sounds like these team deals, where you just raise money in your collective and hand it out to all the players, it sounds like that is okay. You see the kind of the difference between the two. Yeah. But all of this is still kind of very. Uh, it, we're we're in we're in new territory. But for USC to – this is all just kind of wordplay. Someone said it like on, on the text program. It's like when a coach says, I haven't talked to school X, but my agent has. It's just, right. it's, it's just wordplay. But every one well, of these kids is getting paid, and every one of the kids is asking – well, significant recruits and transfers are asking for money. Best text. Uh, they are unique in their practicum. <laughs> yes. USC. Yes, they are. USC. And the – the other Ooh. one too is like I know with like Damian Martinez, the Oregon State running back. I know for a fact that several schools came after him with cash offers, and he turned them down. But that's like that's not even a kid that was out looking. That's just a kid that came in, had a great freshman year, was the Pac-12 freshman of the year, and the, the first team All Pac-12 running back. And I know for a fact that several schools, including from his home state, and there's some big schools in that home state. Um, of Texas that came calling and, and, and wanted to, again, NIL or quote pay for play. And, and this is just the reality of, of, of college football. Now it's the head coach, at, the head coach at Pitt, uh, who plays in the same league as North Carolina came out and said he was complaining because he said he knows of at least two other schools that went to Drake may, the North Carolina quarterback and straight up offered him 5 million bucks to come play for their school, two different schools. And, and he's he like, stayed and he, stayed. He, and he stayed, but he's like, this is happening everywhere. I'm not going and offering 5 million bucks to kids, but it's how other people are getting yeah. them. Well, and this is why, what an idiot. Why would he not take $5 million? I don't know. Well, <laughs> Maybe we don't know who the schools are. I don't know. They, they probably came up at North Carolina with three and yeah, you know, he's going to be a first round NFL pick and so maybe it's not as big for him and he's going to stick around he likes the situation but um what was i going to say the oh shoot I, I blanked on it too much booze too much booze what was i saying ah hell well maybe you'll remember it over the break yeah it was we a, got a break yeah it was just about nil and and kind yeah, of how well, all that's all that's shaking out well i want to talk about wild card weekend but we've suddenly blown through the hour oh yeah look at that how about that that snuck up on us. One more little seggy. Yeah, we got a little seggy. So we'll we'll get into Seahawks Niners a little bit next, and then um, tune in tomorrow for big hot wildcard weekend talk. Oh, what I was just gonna say was the last piece was going back to like the Drake May thing. Coaches are upset not because necessarily that these offers are coming in. It's just they're coming in. It's so no one thought the money would be this big this fast, 
And so everyone understands that pay for play is out there, but schools are pissed because, <laughs> because and this was the Texas A&M thing, they're offering so much that other schools are being like, this is ridiculous. We can't keep this up. And that's what I just love that people are upset, not at the shadiness and the, uh, the, 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 the underground nature of it. It's just that there's too much money involved. Hey, let's be shady and, 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 and steal other players, but can't we do it like with some, like a budget in mind? Come on, five million. Offer him two. All right, a Geno Smith versus Brock Purdy showdown is upon us. Let's try to get on up for Gino versus Purdy. Who had that at the start of the year? Big matchup. And it's actually, well, it's not really a great matchup, but it's... Uh, it's not. It's like an 11-point spread now. Well, I know, but the teams are obviously, you know, different. But the quarterback matchup's pretty good. Well, yeah. I mean, Gino has been... If you want to talk about the best stories in the NFL... I mean, outside of DeMar Hamlin and that return. I mean, that is incredible. But, you know, on the field stuff. The Lions. Yeah, the Lions are a great story. Dan Campbell. Because everyone loves Dan Campbell, but they didn't make the playoffs. And, I mean, I just can't think of a better story. Ten years in the NFL. Is he comeback player of the year, Gino? He, he should be. I mean, I I guess he didn't come back from injury, but uh, so I don't know if necessarily that's... Come back a, from sucking, does yeah, that count? Yeah, come back from sucking. I mean... He'd be the first quarterback since Rich Gannon to win his first playoff game after 10 years. Like They're saying McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And he came back from injury. But up until this point, Geno Smith is best known for getting his jaw broken by a teammate for refusing to pay him 600 bucks. Like, that's what he's known for. I mean, my God, when we started the season, it was it was a mockery that the worst quarterback situation in the NFL was the, the vicious cockfight between Drew Locke and Geno Smith. And everyone assumed that Drew Locke would win the job. And not only did Geno Smith win the job, but then he went and put up a top-five season for quarterbacks in the NFL and broke a bunch of franchise records of Russell Wilson. Oh, and by the way, Russell Wilson now sucks. He's the new Geno Smith. It's a hell of a thing, man. Well, so, Russell Wilson's just trying to – he's going to come back next year and win Comeback Player of the Year. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because he's mad about yeah. Geno probably winning it this Hey, year. the work starts now. Team W, let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Well, uh, the weather is uh, – so the on the wildcard weekend schedule, the first game up on Saturday is Seattle-San Francisco. So that would be a one thirty game on Saturday on Fox. And the weather is supposed to be uh, crappy again. It's been bad down there. They've yeah. gotten historic flooding. I don't know if – I mean, Buck's from there. Have you uh, – what's what's been going on with the weather down there? Is your family, like, underwater now or – What's uh, happening? Everything. It seems like more of the issues have been in SoCal than in NorCal. They've been getting hammered oh. with with water there, but they haven't had the same flooding uh, that I think has happened in SoCal, or at least they're more equipped for it. So nothing bad happening there yet. I can't speak to what's going to be going down this weekend, though. Well, they're saying breezy and rain, so the conditions may not be great. I don't know who that favors. Probably San Francisco. Probably San Francisco. They run it so well, but yeah. um, that's what they're saying for the well, game. Everything favors San Francisco. I mean, no offense, but Seattle isn't really a playoff team. I mean, they back their way in and San Francisco that being said now watch Seattle win this thing but there's just nothing on paper that you can point to that says that Seattle will beat San Francisco yeah but as they say expect the unexpected it's the playoffs man anytime you get into the, anytime you get into the playoffs you've got a puncher's chance um so the, uh, you know the other thing too is and I don't necessarily believe this about this game we're just the Niners have become so trustworthy but anytime you get divisional opponents Things weird things happen. You got three divisional games here: Dolphins, Bills, Niners, Seahawks, Ravens, Bengals, and those are always 
a little tighter than you think because the, just the familiarity. Yeah, they they go they go at each other all the time. I, we talked about this, but someone on the text program brought up that it's hard to beat a team three times, and it's really not. That's we, not a thing. It's not a thing. We've no. looked at the numbers. They've and, debunked that. Yeah, when you when you when you've beat a team twice already, it's like overwhelming yeah. that you beat. You'll them beat them again. You'll beat them again. Well, look, there's a reason why the spreads. What'd you say? Twelve. I think. Or it, I think it's up 10. to. It's, it's somewhere. It's double digits. I mean, the Niners. When's the last time they played a close game? I guess that Arizona or the, the Vegas. Ra- the, the Raiders game was. Yeah, close. that game was close. Probably shouldn't have been. No, it's kind of weird that game. The only thing you can say about San Francisco is. Is that you know this win streak that they've been on? It hasn't been against the best teams in the league. So I, I have seen some people that if you want to bring up something besides Brock Purdy, as give you your reason for pause, it's it's that. So they've won ten in a row. Ten in a row, but it it hasn't really been against a murderer's row. And the closest, excuse me, the closest was the OT game against the Raiders, mm-hmm. a six point game against the Chargers. Everything else. Yeah, uh, Seattle. Well, that one was twenty-one thirteen. Um, everything else, double digits. Yeah, San Francisco seems very, very trustworthy. And and what do they do? Like they run the ball and they play defense. And we know that those are things that travel. Like no matter where you're at, it, you can you can rely on that. And as long as that defense is suffocating, like you really think you really think that Seattle offense that we see now putting up 16, 19 points a game, struggling against the Rams. We really think that's going to go out and that's going to put up twenty eight against the against the Niners no, defense. The Niners have only given don't. up more than twenty once in that ten yeah. game win streak. Yeah, and something yeah. tells me that that's not. And Seattle's defense isn't holding the Niners to twenty points. So, yeah, I just that well, sounds like a preview for ropping the bank tomorrow <laughs> for, from you. That's a lot of that's a lot of points to give up. But I yeah yeah if you're doing a a confidence index. Up and down, this would be number two. Just straight win, this is number two. Bills are one. Bills are one. <laughs> yeah, they ain't losing to Skyler Thompson. They're, they're not losing to Skyler Thompson. That's number one, and number two would be this yeah. one, the Niners and the Hawks. All right, more Wild Card Weekend talk tomorrow. Uh, let's get to the club next. Can you rehab a killer? 602 on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.